The man himself, Indiana Jones. That's right, everybody. Tonight, we're talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark. So clearly, this was the only song appropriate to intro another fantastic episode of Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Now, is it um, is it really fair to describe the podcast to be fair. as fantastic, like a fantastic episode? Whoa, whoa, whoa. okay, 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 <laughs> okay. When I said I didn't say welcome to back to the fantastic Fly Casual. True, I you said a fantastic intro. episode of Fly Casual. Meaning, you said another fantastic. Another, meaning that well, there's yeah. the other fantastic. So episode. this episode is guaranteed. It's <laughs> a lot of pressure. Uh, this episode is guaranteed to reach that <laughs> lofty point of topped out quality that we have previously <laughs> offered. At one point in the past, meaning okay. the bar is so low you may trip on it. There you go. There. Okay, that's fair. No, it's so that's low fair. that you easily walk over it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so low that you uh, step on a crack. All you got to do is right, fart your mic and back. you're there. So yeah, there you go. That's pretty much how we roll. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Fly casual. It's hey, so low, hey, it's done no here. drugs. Mike and Howie aren't sharing a venereal disease. Dun, 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 dun. Not today. We had our shots. <laughs> Not today. And I can't tell you what uh, episode number this is because we're still trying to figure out if the last <laughs> episode is salvageable. Three, I, eight, eight, and, I don't know. Three and 18. Eight, it'll be 18, three, 18 or 319. Eight, we don't know. Depending. Because when, when, uh, when Howie and Mike were off making Sweet Sweet Love down by the fire, Garrick mm. and I recorded an episode and then the mixing board blew up. And so we're still not sure if the file is salvageable. Howie will find out. Maybe. Just maybe you'll get a little bonus episode. That's probably maybe. the best episode that we've ever That might before. be the best way to do this. It's called that I, a bonus episode. Being honest, yeah. We did a lot of things in that episode that yeah. Oh, yeah. would win us, what, Emmys? Uh, 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 radio podcasties. We, uh, we'd get, we'd get a Castie Award. The Golden uh, Cast? Yeah, the, uh, the, the Golden Basement. I don't know. Yeah, everybody wants. Everybody's trying to reach down to grab that golden basement. That's right. Everybody's down is a little one. It's the casty. That's right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Corey. Over there on my left is Mike. Hello, hey, Mike. How's it going? Um, well, I'm a little tipsy, and I wasn't planning to drink tonight. I know Mike showed up <laughs> sans booze. None. I was. I'm like, you know what? No. He walked up, and he he walked up to the porch. I had a couple, and he days. set down no. a a twenty ounce no. Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew, and next Ugh. to that, a can of Diet Mountain Dew. Because he couldn't wow. do two twenties. No, no, and he can't do two no. cans. Mike's yeah, like, much. well, you know, I'm feeling the plastic, <laughs> and, but then I need the aluminum. Mm-hmm. Really, I need the extra right. you gotta zing. Find that you got to find that sweet spot in the middle, and that's where it was at tonight. But he's too much. Howie has thrown a wrench in all of that. That's right, because Howie showed up with a sack of booze. Yeah. 
Boo, booze that tastes like booze peanut comes butter, in sacks cinnamon now? rolls. Yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> he comes in and, and, and well, he texts, he goes, hey, do you got rum chata? I'm like, I don't think so. Because oh, huh? I'm going to tell you that if we did, it got drank. Because yeah. <laughs> rum chata does not last that long. Or right. went bad, yeah. 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 Well, I don't know that it goes bad, but <laughs> He's I, never had I'll long never find out, really. <laughs> I, can, I can get you some 12-year-old or some 10-year-old uh, Jamaican uh, rum. That's still up there. <laughs> getting worse but uh no it's or better so how he shows up he goes yeah the guy was the guy at the store no no it's a video i watched i came across oh okay the guy at the video store that how he went to not yeah the video store yep <laughs> told the best buy told howie how to make a drink that tastes exactly like peanut butter cinnamon rolls and to which i said the hell is a peanut butter cinnamon roll <laughs> and how he stops he goes I don't know. The best thing ever. But, <laughs> but we're, it sounds good. And I'm like, it does sound good. But I didn't know it was a thing that, were, that someone could make a video of and then plan on everyone else going, oh, peanut butter. Yeah, I'm familiar. So we have peanut butter whiskey, which is called uh, screwball. 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 Yeah. Then we have a little bit that of the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, cinnamon whiskey. Fireball. 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 Screwball and a fireball. And then, and fireball. And then and the, uh, the, the rum chaball. The rum chaball. Yeah, they all have to have balls. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. just two balls and rum. You and guys it was... like drinking balls. <laughs> yeah. Put them in your mouth. Best taste. Swish them around. Them down. Swish around before it goes down. Balls a little yeah. bit. Take the time to taste the balls. What? Wow. What? <laughs> there was no sack in there. You're just being <laughs> gross. The Welch's. It was the Welch's commercial. You don't remember that take? Yeah. You went to the ball the sack. Welch's. That was way too much there, Corey. Take too the time to roll way it too far. Round. Don't neglect the balls. And, but, <clears throat> what? Wow, that just happened. I do oh, not the, remember that Welch's commercial. Oh, there. I remember it clearly. I don't know what's wrong with you. I remember a lot I of remember. Welch's commercials. <laughs> Over there at Master Control, uh, bringing, bringing the booze game, Stephen J. Howie. Yeah, um, I expect you all to have another. I'm gonna. This is uh, delicious. I'm not For a while. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I could just drink rum chata like this, but it, it gives it something. Yeah. It gives it something. I mean, because really it's... At least half the drink is rum chata, because you like want to do like a double shot of that, but then yeah. a shot of each of the other. So a little mini bottle of screwball poured into here. Yeah, I I didn't want to buy a full bottle of screwball, right? Or screwball, or, or uh, fireball. fireball, fireball. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you there. Because uh, I'm like, I, I'm never going to drink. Everybody that. loves the fireball. All you got to do why. is wander into a wings, etc., and just snatch one off the fireball dispenser there at the edge of the bar, just <laughs> slap it on the floor and grab it and run. <laughs> yeah. You ever see those? They have literally, yes. it's just you two bottles them. of Fireball yep, in the top, down. like like a freaking yep. Hinkley and Schmidt bottle. Yep. Is it, is it As like if anybody's like, chick- you know what, pouring this is way too much effort. We're going to yeah. serve so much Fireball tonight yeah. that I have to turn two bottles upside down <laughs> right. to be able to provide it in a timely manner. Exactly. Did you get the little mini bottles? I did. That? Did it come out of a chicken and an egg? You no. Know, put a quarter in? And <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Pops no, no, that's they need to bring those back. Those were awesome. That's those what your mom started bomb. doing, though. Ooh. Wait, what? What? Yeah. yeah she, what? Speaking of moms, over there, cross pond down a few is Mr. Greg, not Jay Hardy. Mm, Miss- I'm stepping on this crack right now. Oh, break your mama. Better call back. your mama. What you broke you, her back? You don't but, love your mom, but well, Corey called, how we love your mom. Corey called you the mom. What? Speaking of moms. Was that a Freudian? There's no, I wasn't Garrick. calling Garrick. It's just we all know we what all I mean. Garrick and mom. The Everybody loves Garrick's mom. Dang it, Garrick, you broke your mom's back. 
You yeah. broke no, your I own broke, mother's back. No, because if you step on the crack, you break your mama's back. Actually, what? Is actually, semantically, I believe Howie is in the right here. Point Howie. Right. Damn it! <laughs> and you know what? Me and Howie ain't gonna have that because the way she bends and you know. Yeah, we got to have yeah. her back in shape. Full. Force. Get it straight. Yeah. Yeah, her yeah. spine. Her spine's pretty much she's, just cartilage at this she's point. She's very bendy. <laughs> to, she just when she walks, she wobbles back and forth. It's not yeah. too late. <laughs> Smacks her the back of her head on the sidewalk, and then the forehead, and then the back of the head. It's, it's really mom, a side. It's like Petri drunk. Glad <laughs> yeah. my mom gave up on me after episode two. <laughs> <laughs> my mother revealed to me six months ago that at some point she had listened to an episode and she's like, "And I heard what's going on." And I heard what's, I heard going, what's going on. on. Like, Ooh. oh, don't ground me. I'm only middle age. <laughs> what episode was it? I have no idea. Who does it matter? It's probably episode 200. Yeah, episode 200. I hope. I hope. I hope. For I the hope. record, I've never told my parents that I do a podcast. You've never even told them? <laughs> they don't have no idea. My, my we mom, so live in the Midwest. My mom, used, before she listened to it, used to brag about it to family members like it was some, <laughs> like it was some honorific. I don't think she's doing that anymore. anymore. Uh, no, she learned no, her no. lesson. I heard Did she what, tell the pastor? I heard Howie and Mike <laughs> and what they do to Garrick's mom. That's just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> That's poor taste. That's poor taste. That, and I would know. I agree with Corey's mom. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, 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 hey. We got to get right into it because I don't think we're going to have any shortage of things to say about Raid of the Lost Ark. So we've got to get into some booze. What's on oh. your ducket? The ducket hole. Wicked, wicked, wicked. Wiggity whack. I'm going first because I've only watched two things this week, so oh, I have to be geez. able to use them both oh, today. Oh, One only two? I'm going to use the yeah, thing you're, you're going to say next week in my docket this week. You so. son of a gun. <laughs> Crap, then I'm going to just have to lie next week. <laughs> uh, but oh, I watched Tomorrow War. Oh, really? Yes. Well, okay. Watch it, I like watched it as well. Out. Now, the, this, the is the, this is the, the Chris Pratt Chris yeah. Amazon vehicle. Yep. It was Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon, yep. Amazon It is Amazon. Yeah. And uh, from what I understand, yeah. we're going to see where you land. Uh huh. Um, the critics hate this movie. Uh huh. They and would. The audience love this movie. They yep. would. That sounds accurate. <laughs> that sounds yep. accurate. Okay. Critic, there is nothing. There is nothing in this movie to chortle the balls of a critic. <laughs> not one thing they Absolutely. this movie gave not one flying mouse fart but it has jk it, ha, it had no, no it, that's the only possible it didn't thing have any welches could... swimming in the mouth balls that's right that's true there's none of that oh yeah, well, chris pratt's in it he's not in he, he wouldn't he wouldn't go for that he's well, a, I, I he's, a he's, he's a he's a good boy or something yvonne stravinsky yes yvonne stravinsky, yvonne stravinsky. Uh, i don't want to i guess from, i from saying chuck, anything from, from the chuck yeah yeah from the chuck and the mass effect too that's and true the one with the girls who get uh, laid the, what yes yeah kind of yeah. handmaid's tale that's all right oh. so, so impressions here what do you um think? garrick would bring that up it is a solid action movie okay sci-fi sci-fi action movie sci-fi action movie it, i'm travel yeah 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 <laughs> And and but here's the thing: halfway through the movie, you're like, "Is this ending?" Because it's more to it than that. Normally, you know me; I don't like a movie that is two movies, like anything by Martin Scorsese or virtually anything Martin Scorsese's <laughs> ever edited. Sometimes three. But this movie, it's very clear that you're like, "Oh, there's more that has to happen." Yeah. And so you're like, "All right, we're gonna get past this benchmark. I'm gonna pause, 
take a little tinkle, pop another bag of popcorn, and we're back at it. And I, it's only two. It's it's not long. Yeah, it's not long. Like two. Yeah, I think it was like two hours. I can't, can't be more than that. I didn't feel was like it, it was even two hours. Maybe hour forty. Say it was Kubrick esque. I would not in any way say it's Kubrick esque. Okay, all right, me, I'm let, in. Let me. I'm ask, in. Let me ask you this. You said it's Amazon. So is this a pay per view? No, no, no it's, it's free. Prime. Just a straight up Prime. Prime movie. Well, right now they say you can get it now for free. So I don't know if they're yeah. gonna. Well, yeah, they shelf could it. remove it later, but yeah. I doubt it. It this, doesn't make sense to do that. Yeah. I mean, this is the wave of the future. This is what's happening. Dude, oh. it's this is an absolute theater quality sci-fi action movie. Uh Chris Pratt, uh like I'm you know, Chris Pratt was He ain't cheap, so they had to throw some money. Well, they, think think about it though. I mean, he's Andy Dwyer and he's Star Lord. What else is Chris Pratt? Right? Zero but Dark this 30. dude. Zero Dark Thirty. He worked really well as Star Lord because was, he's no. not that. He was Hatterberg in Moneyball guy. And the reason why it works like is because he was the goofy you know, portly or not portly, but you know, doughy portly. dude, doughy, doughy, okay, from Parks and Rec, and he got ripped, and now he's this, but he's the same personality in a way, you know, and he's, and, and that's what makes the uh, the character Star Lord he's so regular guy. I think that's why he appeals to them. Uh, he, he's even, he's even more, he's like insecure, goofy, regular guy, mm-hmm. and um, so to actually have him in, all right, this is going to be like a for real reels sci fi action movie. There's a little adjustment there. But he does fine. It's it's you as an audience expectation familiar with his work that has to make the adjustment, I think. Um, I refuse. You're expecting Star-Lord and you don't get Star-Lord. Well, no. Yeah, you're not going to get Star-Lord, but it's not like it's totally dry either. There's humor. There's some humor in there, but it's not a humorous situation. In fact, there's a a second dude, like a secondary dude, who's definitely more of the comic relief, or not even, I don't want to say comic relief. That's that's, wrong. wrong. It's, It's definitely... Is used yeah. in some of that. Yeah, way. yeah. There, so, there's I mean, some, there's some, some levity in the movie, it's, even though it's, it's a, a super, super dire situation. Yeah, it's a pretty serious event going on. Yeah, but I mean, you know, from the trailers, everything this movie is going to be. You're not going to get any surprise to go. Oh, there's deeper. Oh, ooh, oh, ooh. nope. You're just out to watch a, a an action sci-fi, yeah. and it, it's totally solid. I would say it's upper echelon because most action sci-fi's are pretty. Bleh. And it's only the really great ones that stand out as being, you know, I'm a, as an action sci-fi nerd, the great ones are great, nerd. but the vast majority are not. Yeah. And this is above the majority, you know, above which average above average, top, still, still say, not among the great percentile. I want to tell you though, it's, it's one of those, it's a must, must watch mm-hmm. if you enjoy sci-fi action movies. Yeah. And yeah, it's, I enjoy those. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, th- there's some moments in there. It's, there's some heart, heart, a couple yeah. of heart wrenching moments, a couple of goofy moments, a couple of like just like relief laugh moments. Yeah. Um, and then the and the action, even though it's like CG a poppin, it's like once you like accept that like you know the these creatures and stuff, like once you like accept the dynamic of it all, it's like all right, yep, straight up, whatever, yeah. great, fine, that's fine, you know. So uh, yeah, I say I say definitely watch it. There's you're not gonna not have fun watching this movie. It's a fun yeah. movie. I mean, Chris that's Pratt to hear. is like he's a fly he's amazing. Game. I think he's just an amazing actor who could just put himself like he just gets there and he acts and he's great. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I know like other than like everything you know, I've mentioned, Moneyball and Zero Dark Thirty. Other than that, like I don't feel like I've seen his range yet. I just feel like he he does. It's not it's not like any effort to him. He just does this. That's true. It does. He does make what he does look effortless. You know. So. 
mark of a mark of someone who knows what they're doing. Nice. So. Yep, that's that. Who's next? Oh. Volunteers. I'll do it. Oh, uh, I guess Mike Mike's going to do jump. it. <laughs> or Howie could do Don't it. Don't waffle, you Or boys. I could. Garrick's up. <laughs> <laughs> I think Garrick's last. Oh. Go ahead, Garrick. Go? Yes, go, go Garrick. Because I, I don't want you I'm to go last. last so go ahead. I don't want you to go last, Garrick. I'm always last. This I am like, always last. Uh, this is, this is and a that's very fine. Cool thing I'm okay I'm with talk about. If I end on Garrick, we have to like get the energy I know. back. No, I feel you. Sorry, man. Sorry, man. You and your, your butt movies <laughs> and your... <laughs> so many ass movies. What is up with that? So I just watched a, a movie about a butt recently. No! <laughs> Tell me more. Which butt? <laughs> the left. The left, yes. The, the sequel's left. coming out. It's going to be the right. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> And then it's going to finish up with the hole. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Everything ends up at the hole. Oh, so uh, some uh, the sphincter show who've listened since the beginning of the year. No, I made an unofficial. Uh, That's right. You still New, Year Re- New Year's resolution to watch things that I would not normally watch. Because uh, you hate yourself. Like butthole movies. So, no, he normally oh, would watch those. I know, no, I watch those. I watch those. All. That's just that's <laughs> on his. That's on his suggestions list. Gotcha. All right. So there's there's Didn't one. You like butts? Uh, I guess genre, genre. Am I saying that right? Genre, 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 genre. I'm a I'm a twilight female. You suis le fromage of uh, anime that I. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. That, that I have never. Uh, well, I'm gonna say the only one. There's some I won't touch. Like uh, you know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. One, really, because I feel like you would touch the ones, ones that have nothing to do. Tentacle with Tentacle porn. That's all you. No, man. that's mostly butts and that's. Yeah. No, that's not a time. I'm talking about the romance <laughs> stuff. I won't touch oh, the romance. Gotcha. Yeah. But, but you watched that bio. one. Uh, Bridgerton. Bridgerton movie. How did I know I that that's know. where you were going? <laughs> well, that's, that's not a- an anime though. <laughs> May as well. It's be. different. It had boobs in it. Wait, oh, animes don't have boobs. Some of them do. Anyway, there's one genre that I don't touch, which is the mecha genre. I just can't. I don't. I don't get it. I respect mm. that. Like, okay, well, mm. explain to me what that is, because I know. because so, our viewers may not know. <laughs> Let me explain to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to decide. Here we go. All right, literally mecha genre. Go. Uh. So big robots that usually yeah. sometimes oh, like may not have a pilot that pilots inside giant robots. Yeah. I also like don't understand Evangelion. Transformers. Uh, Evangelion is a really yeah. big one. that Robotech. I've actually seen that one. Uh, but that's pretty much the only mecha I've ever Gundam. seen. Gundam. Gundam, yes. So Gundam, Gundam style? Gundam. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I've never watched Gundam before. Like I had no idea what it was about. I put I I actually have a lot of the models that I have assembled in the past because they're really fun to put together. I've actually never seen the uh, source material, so I have no idea where these models come from. So I decided to take it from the beginning. So I watched Gundam Mobile Suit Gundam <laughs> Origins oh, One and Two. Mobile Suit Mobile Suit Gundam Bye. Origins. Origin. Oh, Please gosh. repeat it slowly while you type it. <laughs> it's great for the listeners. It's uh, currently streaming on the Hulu's. If you, if you got the Hulu, so 
I had no idea what the story was about. I just knew giant robots fought other giant robots, and I had no interest in that. Actually, Gundam is a pretty interesting story, after all. I guess. Damn it! Uh, it's been so around forever me, and ever. Yeah. Let me let me tell you. Uh, let me let me describe it to you and see what this sounds like. Ultra. So you got Defender It's of in Europe. the distant future. Okay. So you got the Earth, but yeah. then you got a lot of civilizations that live out in space on space stations that are getting kind of upset with Earth because oh, they're not. Do they have belters? Yes, exactly. So basically, Mobile Suit Gundam is the uh, plot to uh, The Expanse, but with giant robots. There you go. I I never knew that, and I thought that was interesting. Well, now I'm going to have to watch it. (laughs) Like, the origin was cool because they, it's, it was made, the Mobile Suit Gundam, which was the original anime, was made in, like, the, I think the late 70s, like 79. And it, the animation is just terrible because yep. uh, it's you know, 70s. Uh, the Origins was made rather recently, I think, with it, like 2019, 2020. The animation is actually really cool. Uh, they use a little bit of CGI. but uh, Basically, the story is awesome. It's almost like a Game of Thrones mixed with uh, Expanse a little bit. with And just like giant robots are chucked in for some reason. But it's a fun story. I, I really got you just, it. Derek just summed up my entire take on anything about giant robots. For some <laughs> reason, that phrase is right there. Right yeah, there. I actually watched. I'm not going to talk about. I, I watch. They have movies. Three movies that kind of uh, summarize the original anime. So I watched those. I, I watched everything from what's called the Universal era or whatever, and Origins by far is my favorite. The other stuff is so dated; it's hard to watch. The animation's terrible. The stories make no sense sometimes. All the voices are Leonardo. <laughs> All the well, it's funny because I watched; they were free on YouTube. So I was watching. There's the characters' voices in the in the movies are like some of them have British accents, but then when I watched the follow up one that just came out on Netflix, they switched the whole voice cast, and they all had a, like you know American accent. I had no idea what was going on there. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're being inclusive. Might be worth a watch. Gundam. Gundam. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what I watched. I've never understood, even when it came down to like battle tech and all that stuff, I never understood the allure of like, what if we took airplanes and we put them on legs? <laughs> I never understood that, which was like battle techs, like old looks like B-17s on legs, right? That's not the case with each other. Yeah, but they don't. (laughs) They just shoot the same stuff at each other that they would if they were in the air. And it's hilarious because, I mean, they fight in space and you think how enormous space is and how tiny these robots would be (laughs) in comparison to the vastness of space. Right. Like this makes no sense at all. Yeah. I uh, that's actually a major hang up with me for like the giant robot or mecha genre in whether it's Western or Eastern. It's just the impracticality of it. It attracts me in no way. I'm like, what if you were a tank and you couldn't tip over? Hey, you're a you're a fan <laughs> of Pacific Rim. Don't lie, man. OK, don't. OK. Lie. And I knew I knew that was going to that sand was going to be kicked in my face. So let me unplug the air in your inflatable muscle suit there. <laughs> 
Okay. Pacific Rim is a satire of the entire genre and a love letter to it at the wait, same wait, time. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Just More like of a love letter than a just satire. A, meh, just meh. like Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is a fantastic zombie movie, but it's also a satire of zombie movies. It just happens to be like the best one. <laughs> so Pacific Rim was definitely like, all right, let's lean into how ridiculous this is. And without Without it's not slapstick satire, no. but it's like it's embracing the. Okay, I think the side characters you get that yeah. the actual main characters are more of the homage. Oh really? You feel, I would say so. You feel like Charlie Hunnam is you know straight up serious in that <laughs> film. The, the main dude, the That's blonde the guy in the first one. Guy. He's the dude from the yeah. Sons of Anarchy. The guy that has eight thousand accents rolled into one in real life because <laughs> he's like like from England, raised in Boston or something. I don't know. I keep I trying can't. to get my daughter. She's into the anime now. I keep trying to get her to watch Pacific Rim. She won't. She didn't last five minutes. It's oh, really? exactly. Yeah. I know it is different because Pacific Rim is leaning into the broham part of it. Yeah, probably. Which is what is so funny. I keep, about I keep it. wanting her to get to the hey, his partner's going to be a girl pretty soon. Hold on, <laughs> you'll be encouraged. <laughs> You have something in common, genitalia specifically. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why am I laughing? Anyway. Okay. Okay. Gary's watching the Mecca. I am. All right. Against good. my will. Against your will. I'm glad you're finding some solace in it. That's good. Hey, Howie, Mike's last. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, so I've been Start over. I've been Rewind. taking a trip down memory lane. Oh, here we go. Oh. Um, and uh, re watching the Underworld series. Oh, oh, man. That is memory lane. Yeah. I love Underworld. Man. I love that first one. And I, then I afterwards, like actually, sort of enjoyed them. The, two, the first two are good. After that. Ooh. I don't know if I saw it. Ooh, the second one. No, I like the second one. Second the one. first half. The is... dude's face gets cut in half and then slides yeah, down. Yeah. That is badass. Yeah. You're right. You're right. And any of the 9,000 <laughs> movies that have pulled that trope are all awesome for that one reason. That's true. Uh, except Underworld, Vampires, and Lycans. Or Werewolves. Um, I don't know how to say How many werewolves? Underworld movies are there, by the way? Three five. of these, four? No, there's, there's five. five. I think there's there five? five. Yeah, I was gonna say wow. there's another one that came out. No, I have not seen two of them at least. Okay, so the third is it the third one that does not have Kate Beckinsale? That's the origin. Right? So that's the origin of the Lycans or whatever it's okay. called. Rise, Rise of the Lycans. Rise of the Lycans. Right. Yep. So that one Revenge has. Um, it gives you kind of the reason why Victor kind of chose right. Celine to. Right. Victor is a, Bill Nye's character. Yes. Yeah. It yeah. also shows you say his name. How do you say his name? Bill Nye. Bill, Bill Nye, Nye the science guy. No, Bill Nye. Yeah, it's Bill Nye, Nye the science guy. Yeah, that's Bill, him. Bill Niji. I have no idea how to say his name. Nye. Nye. Nye is what I've always Nye. thought. Yeah. Nye. 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 <laughs> well, that's what Wait, it is hold now. On, let me look it up. Hold Bill on. Shimona. Bill Shimona. Right. So on uh, Wikipedia, I don't. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Even with the pronunciation. I think it's just pronounced Nye. Nye? N-A-I. Nye. Nye. Oh. All right. I guess he is as like the science guy. Okay. Still Nye. Um, so I haven't watched all five because I just started this week, but I've watched three of them. 
So uh, the funny thing is, I started How out. Did you like Rise of the Lichen? I liked it. I mean, it's it's Underworld, so it's it's only the quality is only so high, right? You're there to watch. You're just there to watch werewolves scramble along walls as if they're suspended on. No, 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 no. That's the lichens that do that. Yeah. Yes. I said werewolves. Didn't they have a werewolf? Like, they don't have werewolves. They have lichens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it right. That's I feel like not everyone wolf. jumped on it's me not, because they thought I said vampires. It's not wolves. <laughs> I totally did think you said vampires. I, and I don't know why. The werewolves. Because you know actually, I played it back in my head and I'm now, like, he did say werewolves. I'm going to call you out on that because at the time, CGI was all the craze. No, the I know. First one no, came out. We were, and we conversed over we this. Loved we loved the yeah. fact that they went we back liked to the a practical more practical effects, approach. Yeah. Because it was old school, and to us, the old school is like the '80s, like werewolf stuff. Yeah, you know. Well, and it like, wasn't uh, just American werewolf. It wasn't just because it was reminiscent of old stuff. It was because CG sucked yeah, at that point, and everybody bad. was leaning into it like George Lucas. Hard. Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> correct, George Lucas. Yeah, you don't get any rubber banding, like Neo. Oh yeah, rubber banding, uh, <laughs> rubber band, rubber Neo. band trench coat Neo, yeah, and yeah. rubber band Harry Potter on the ogre. Yeah, <laughs> or troll. So. Yeah, I've I've just been really enjoying going back and uh, watching uh, and Kate Beckinsale get, watching Kate Beckinsale balls. Yeah. Funny thing is, is the way I watched it was, oh, uh, I barely remember this one, and it was um, the f- fourth one, uh, which had the little girl in it. I haven't seen the last so one. I watched that one first, and then that's, I'm like, that's aliens. You are watching them backwards. No, because there's a fifth one. Um, I'm saving that one for last. <laughs> but I did watch Rise of the Lycans next. In chron- uh, that's, now, chronologically, that's first. Yeah. And then I watched Underworld proper uh, the next. Now, I don't know where I'm going to find Underworld. Uh, I forget the second one's name or the fifth one. I don't remember Evolution. the name. Yeah, evolution, evolution. Yeah, and uh, fifth that's one I don't Blood remember. Wars. Blood that's Wars. The one yeah. where the dude becomes a hybrid. Yeah, I was gonna say he was the hybrid in the second one. No, yeah. the, well they were or at the end of the first. Yeah, we're making him the hybrid. At yeah, the, end the, end the second first. one is like she's hiding him. From gotcha. Them. Okay. Yeah, and she's out then to ki- do it. She's out to kill all the uh, vampire. Uh, the uh, you know what, man? I yeah. I love the it's lore, great. and it I, is and actually I remember. It's did, great. did you watch the the behind the scenes stuff with me after probably the first one? because. Those filmmakers were so into that whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, It was pretty fun. I mean, it was fun even just listening to the energy. The energy and commitment was was something that that amped it up. Yeah. That was a good movie, that first one. The first one was like legitimately a good movie. After that, it's for Underworld fans only. It has kind of gone. <laughs> yeah. Quality has no, 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 no. Right after that, Underworld fans only. The second one was our. Now, what's interesting, what I found interesting is going back and watching Underworld. Again, they had flashback scenes. Well, okay, so when uh, Michael Coven or whatever the the human gets bit by yes Lucian the Coven man yep Coven the Coven uh, Coven man he you know since he got bit by him he'll get some residual memories or whatever from Lucian and they're showing the the where he you know was watching his vampire chick woman. Yeah. Get burned. Now they were show in the one version I watched. They were showing actual scenes from the third movie. Interesting. So I'm wondering if they went back and re 
reintroduce that. I was kind of curious. My favorite thing about the first Underworld movie was that uh, other than pre Pete Davidson, Kate Beckinsale, uh, was the 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 whole thing where they have these elder vampires who are like they stay in asleep or you know maybe you might say torpor uh <laughs> while the other one rules because they know they'll just not get along if they're all alive at once so they take turns i they love that century, because it felt yeah. very va- vampire the masquerade and i really, oh, really 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 enjoyed that aspect and of course the vampires versus werewolves is straight up vampire the masquerade as well it was like it was yeah, it was like Vampire the Masquerade plus Matrix divided by two. Well, it, the thing I like about Underworld is, like, you watch a lot of other things with, like vampires specifically, and it, it it's ridiculously gory for no gory reason. Gory and oversexual. Yeah, for yeah. no reason other than that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't say for no reason. They did that. It's because it's because Anne Rice sold a shit ton of books. That's why. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. yeah. And I've read no, 90% I, okay. of Okay. Well, wasn't that I after yeah, Bram you're Stoker's right. Dracula 2 and there was some pretty hardcore stuff. I you're right. Bram Stro- I They're read, doing it for the money. You're right. There I is read a- Bram Stoker's Dracula in middle school from my middle school library to give you some idea of how not overtly sexual that book is, it just there's some nuance, double entendres yeah, and stuff like that. But the movie is not. Oh that. no, the movie's straight up <laughs> boobies flopping around while people are sucking blood. No, yeah, but that's oh, because the '90s is what the '90s. You does. haven't seen what's his nuts and uh, you haven't seen Rams- Gary Oldman with the yeah. butt hair. Yeah, dude, it's, he's got no. butt hair. That sounds like straight up your alley. It looked terrible. <laughs> It's it was not weird. Great. It's an acquired taste. Yeah, I mean, we're let's let's we we started with Gary Oldman, but then you get to Keanu Reeves and when yeah. what's her nuts from uh, Stranger <laughs> Things. Yeah. Right. What movie is this again? Bram Stoker's Bram Dracula. Dracula. Mm. This is like it a mid nineties. It was late in the nineties. It was like, what if we take a horror, a classic horror story, but we make it nineties. Meaning, <laughs> meaning, meaning, oh, we go, awful. we don't do it as a genre. We do this over the top, like over goth. Sexual supposedly it was darkness. It was Bram Stoker's original version of Dracula, as opposed to the. Uh, oh, well, yeah the the black and whites watered down, right. but the original book is not thematically from scene to scene. Again, it is similar, but they exaggerate everything. Yeah, the, right. the book is just letters from the dude to his fiance. Yeah, and then some other people's letters. Is that like? Yeah, it describing, is. He went to describe sex scenes to his. Yeah, exactly. Fiance. Exactly. But yeah, um, a lot of the stuff like vampires when they're feeding, they just leave the blood smears right running down their cheek, and that's just they walk around that that's way. Fine. And it's like, what do you do? I'm a vampire. I was like, that's ridiculous, in my opinion. You wipe your mouth. Yeah, they're part of the sabbat. They yeah, care. they're yeah they're they're <laughs> not they're not a part of the masquerade, bro. Uh, okay. They're not they're not in the Camarilla. They're not keeping so. on airs. Uh, I will say, Kate Beckinsale is a fun follow on Instagram. She's nuts. Really? Oh, yeah. She has two cats. Oh, no. And they are the cat lady. They're they're Persians, I think. So they have that stupid looking face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stupid looking cat face. And she just, they're so like, they're they're almost, they're so like calm. She just messes with them all the time. And it's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. Just like put stuff on their head and like, and she's not as bold. You gotta have something to do yeah. when, oh, yeah. you're, when you're not cranking uh, Pete Davidson's yank. Now, or yanking his crank. After I'm I finishing know, up, I know, uh, but he's so weird. And after I'm finishing up Underworld, I'm probably gonna go get back into Resident Evil. Fair, fair. Oh yeah, 
Did somebody the new one, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they already. It was, there's a there's a I've cartoon a trailer. No, there's a movie. there's an actual movie. I believe so. If it's not out, it's coming out soon because I saw a trailer a while ago. But it did someone post on the Fly Casual Discord that meme of Pete Davidson and John Mulaney at the at the basketball game. <laughs> I believe that was on the Fly Casual Discord, yeah, where it, it where it was talking about how apparently John Mulaney found the uh, the, the death note the death note. Oh, yeah. You see, yeah. Pete Davidson's messed up, dude. Kate Beckinsale was like, "Oh, I want a piece of that." I don't know about that, y'all. Uh, I don't care. It's Kate I don't. Beckin- I don't. Kate, mm, Kate Beckinsale. Uh, I don't mm. think I'm driving up to that restaurant when the lights are turned down that low. No, sir. Mm-hmm. They haven't. They. I don't know how back how clean those bathrooms. But cats, are. man, and funny hats. <laughs> All right, I'm back in. <laughs> you, when you got me, you got me. You know, you cats are hilarious. Mom. You gotta check them out. All right, it's time for some news. <laughs> 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 Damn. Uh, that was, got him. That was cool. The look on your <laughs> face. The look on your face was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Mike, All right, Mike. What did you do? I'm a fan of the Eddie Van Halen. Uh-huh. And Eddie Van Halen, R.I.P. Yeah. Um, died last. Oh, he's year, dead. Unfortunately, yeah. He yep. Passed away the throat cancer of the COVIDs. Um, but his legacy lives on. His son Wolfgang Van Halen mm-hmm. has recently put out his Wait, first album. Wolfgang Van Halen. Wolfgang von, von Holland, von Holland, yes, yeah, that's right. has put out uh, his uh, first solo effort where he plays every instrument and sings on this album. Oh, and, wow. uh, I have been digging this album for the last two or three weeks, man. Really? I'm, it's like on repeat. Yeah. I'm usually, okay, so you, you go into these kind of things. Oh, okay, his son's put on an album. You know, you're kind of, yeah, yeah, the kid's never as good as, you know, the parent or Oh yeah, I mean, Kinda, yeah, I mean, yeah, it 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 rarely works. This works, man. This kid's talented, man. That's awesome. Holy crap! So you might even like some of this stuff, man. I wouldn't be surprised. It's uh, it's surprisingly good. There's a little bit of there's some Foo Fighters in there. Oh, nice. He's got a, a little Foo Fighter sound. Um, Ooh. he's got uh, a little bit of like Queens of the Stone Age, a little Stone Temple Pilots. I'm not totally shocked. I think Jacob Dylan is more talented great. than Bob Dylan. But um, I also hate Bob Dylan, so <laughs> I wouldn't say he's but, like, more the wildflowers talented. guy. Yeah, wildflowers guy. Man. You're right; he's good. I like yeah, I like good. Jacob. Yeah, I can actually understand what he was saying when he. Yeah, instead of that, any turn around, and look at the grass, man, young man. But his dad defined the genre. What genre? The genre of sucking balls? Bob Dylan genre. <laughs> the Bob Dylan genre of sucking balls. And Bob swishing Dylan them in your mouth. Legend. He had like one good right. song because it was weird. So Wolfgang Van, Wolfgang Van Halen's album. What? Mammoth WVH is what it's called. What, what, what genre did, did Bob Dylan? He, no, I told you. No, what, he, the what he did is he came, from, he came from the, rock, the folk genre where you play just acoustic guitar singer song yeah. and he added, he added a better. band he added electric i mean that was kind of his thing he so. he he took instead of folk rock which was popular already at the time it was folk blues rock that's how i would describe it yeah, he fair. he wrapped blues into it using folk methods but, he but was, blues riffs well, and it but it was it was was appealing to some people who <laughs> just really needed something to do it was it was actually more than that <laughs> it was he it was kind of sacrilege at the time to yeah. take folk music and actually plug it in. Oh, yeah. Like folk music at the time was just an acoustic guitar and a vocal. 
How so for him many having... roads must a man walk down? <laughs> oh, so for him to plug in was, and, and he famously um, plugged in at, at a folk festival and like got booed off the stage and all that stuff. So anyway. Yeah, believe it or not, hippies are dicks too. <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> Shocking. But I we know. are talking about Wolfgang Van Halen. Thank you very much. But Bob yeah. Dylan, Buddhist back to Bob Dylan. Who's <laughs> anyway, not a dick. The most, the know. most shocking part of this is how good his vocals are. His vocal range is pretty, pretty awesome. Well, when really. you can computerize yeah. everything, you just never know. I mean, you would think, and I think most people that jumped into his music were expecting a Van Halen like kind of hybrid type Why? thing. Why? Well, he played with the band. He, oh, okay. He played with the band through the late two thousand. Okay. Twenty gotcha. tens, whatever. So, I was to say, I would have no expectations. Well, if you didn't follow, then you wouldn't. But if you yeah. which I don't follow so him, the, yep. right? There would be that kind of expectation. But because you hate Van like Halen, that. too, he so. definitely has his own sound. He's definitely chasing his own sound. And uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to more stuff by him. So, and does on the he side, sound like baby metal at all? Unfortunately, oh, no. please say yes. Uh, unfortunately, no. I'm so sorry. So he does have a song called "Take My Chocolate." Ooh, he's less technical than his father, and actually, it's or is funny, it pop my chocolate? Because whenever he does Man, interviews, the they always piece. ask him, "Whoa, you had the best teacher on earth," and he's like, "Actually, my dad sucked at teaching." <laughs> There's a shot because he goes, "My dad is Eddie Van Halen," so I would say, right? "Hey, Dad, yeah. how do you play this?" And he go, "I don't know, like this." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's the dumbest thing to uh, just assume that right these these master artists are good at teaching. <laughs> most master artists are terrible at teaching right honest they to god you know for it. Yeah. like there's whole things about picasso and like all of all of his like students and he would just like walk up and down and just berate the hell out of them because he didn't understand why they sucked but a lot of them were really good <laughs> but the masters can't right. you're the reason why well, you're good is because you're good at getting what's in your head onto a thing right. like a canvas or sheet music or a recording. Well, and those Not guys, because you can do it with your mouth, because if you could do it with your mouth, <laughs> you probably don't need to do it so hard with everything else. <laughs> and you're self-made. I think that's a right. big thing, too, is that there's, you know, they're like, I don't know, figure it out kind right. of attitude. That's what I did. Students. Nobody taught me. <laughs> I like that their album cover has a giant crab on it, picking up a car. Yeah. It you mean his wall. album cover? Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's so out there, man. Mammoth. But it's it's good music, man. It's poppy, it's catchy, and I'm super enjoying it. And also, I watched an anime. I finished. Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> no, Speaking of don't. music, man. No, hey, let him go on. I am playing at the wagon wheel theater. I am tired tomorrow. of this double, triple, quadruple dipping. <laughs> Howie is always taking issue with this, and because I'm not the one doing it, I also take umbrage. <laughs> yeah, well, too bad. I finished season three of Attack on Titan, and it's way better now than it was at the beginning why can't you yeah, just well, save it for next week because i have something else for next week you, oh uh, just one thing for next week just one lies. thing i don't believe just you one thing. you're a liar it's of time lies. For some news. Hey. this it's a red pin get off his case man do you need more booze? Uh, yeah. It's a great time for me to go get say, booze. He's doing news. It's probably going to be Marvel, so I'm going to send can you we, a booze uh, run. Can we turn down my headphones just a touch? Yeah, that's right here. I don't right know which one it here. is. I can turn it down all the way. Well, all the way might not be a good idea. Okay. <laughs> that's okay, uh, Mike. I can hear you. In news this week, boys. Uh, news. Um, okay. Is Howie gone? Hey, Black Widow is finally here. Hey! A year later. A year later and nobody cares. I 
just am uh, so upset that I don't care because I want you to. Know what? I want here's, to care. Here's the thing. I was excited for thing? this movie last year. That's yes. <laughs> it's like it's like before the back when they used to do the slides before a movie started, and they had trivia questions about Gangs of New York, which didn't come out for another four years <laughs> because Scorsese and I will bag on him at any opportunity. Yeah, right, took that long to yes. edit the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one gave a rat's okay. ass when well, it came on out. On top of that, we gotta we gotta rewind here for a second. Where were we a year ago? Right, um, we're talking pre-Loki, pre-Falcon, pre-Wanda, yeah, all that stuff. And okay, so last year at this time too, when it was supposed to come out, I mean, we were just post uh, Infinity or Endgame, yeah, Endgame, and we well, had, we were a we year a Spider, past. We Endgame. had a Spider-Man movie at that time, but yeah, that was the Black thing. Widow was like the this is the next thing, we're kicking off Phase Four. This is it, yep. yep. And uh, and then kick down, kick. Can, yeah, the and then they can, went, nah. The can. And we're like, wait a minute. I've got to wait till Stranger Things season four to get more David Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> wait a damn minute. No, you can watch Hellboy. No, seriously, so, wait a damn minute. No. Especially, <laughs> no, I'm not watching Especially how Endgame wrapped um, the Black Widow arc. I was Spoiler. excited to have a little bit more, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I was. I know you're not keen on those prequel type things. I don't but. like prequels in general, but I. I have I like yet Star to watch too. a Marvel movie that I don't like other than Thor. Well, here was the War. thing about, and at the time, the the Black Widow movie looked interesting to me because it was going to be just kind of a straight up action movie. We don't have, yeah. we don't have magic powers oh, and, no and you know gauntlets oh. and and Infinity Stones and all that stuff, right? I mean, we're you know, it's it looked like just a straight up action film, which at the time felt like, like Falcon and the Winter Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which you have mixed emotions on yeah right yeah. right so but post all of that stuff yeah. we've got two great series and then falcon burn source it's not that i didn't like it yeah it's that okay it kind of scratched that itch so now post all that we've got this movie and there's not much enthusiasm for it well yeah i don't i feel like we just had falcon and the winter soldier mm-hmm. sandwiched by wanda and loki Yep. Wanda and Loki, which are off the damn rails right. making things interesting. <laughs> right. Falcon Winter Soldier going, this is still this is still the beat em up center. Yep. And everybody's like, beat em up center's fine, but look at how interesting this stuff is. And they're like, wait, no, we have more beat em up center. Y'all shot your wad. Yeah. Um also I hear some complaining about the taskmaster is apparently a task mistress. Oh. But given the fact that I don't give Again, really? a hairy ball, a hairy rat's yeah, balls about the taskmaster. A lot master. of that stuff, though, I don't know. Yeah, I don't like after a while. It, I don't know anything about the character, so I I, I'm not. I'm I like, that's fine. Gender that... swap it, whatever you want. But uh, also, ladies sometimes they're fun to look at, so <laughs> I get something out of that. <laughs> well, but, the taskmaster is supposed to be able to copy any move he sees or she sees. I guess. In this case. Oh, that's the taskmaster. Okay, I remember yeah. So character. if you're fighting them, they instantly can figure out your business gotcha so i i don't know i just want to watch like fat russian david harbour that's really all i'm here for (laughs) scar joe okay i like scar joe i don't think she's a great actress in most films she surprises me in sometimes um but i like the black widow character yeah i like the character i like as of endgame i felt like they gave her some a little more depth so there's a payoff here's the thing i would have went to the movie theater to watch this last year. Yep. Right now, 
I would only because we have yet to do it. We were going to go out and see Luca, and then we ended up not and yeah. watching it at home on Disney Plus. Yeah. So we have we haven't gone to the theater yet. So I'm just I saying. I'm that. just saying. I'm not motivated to go yeah. see this. Well, I bought one of the twenty dollars popcorn buckets. And I've only filled uh, it well, one there time. You there you oh, go. Oh, man, you didn't get your money's worth. Well, they extended it a year, <laughs> so that's nice. <laughs> it still says 2020 on it. <laughs> so anyway, Black Widow is here. By the time this releases, it'll have been out for several weeks, I'm sure. So yeah. I guess at that time, we'll see if, how it at does. At that time, you know you'll already watched it through some sort of means on the internet. Probably. Because it's yeah. just, it's easy. It's there. Yeah. Yep. You know? We actually have a second news item. Whoa, two gas. This? gas. Should I gas. grab myself a gun? You might Should I wake up this morning? What? How bad? But Corey, you know about this because you're the one who. Shut up. It. The audience <laughs> doesn't know stuff. How bad is this? All right. So HBO <laughs> has <laughs> announced a Sopranos prequel. Yes. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, not only is it a prequel, <laughs> but it is a prequel that features the son of J- one James Gandolfini in the title role. Well, it's not the title role. It's not a title role? Well, it's not Tony oh, Soprano. It's sorry. called the well, the Many Saints of Newark. Oh, okay. Okay, not title role. Then. Yeah. The lead role? Uh, it's, uh, it is looks he like lead? It's, it, well, it looks like it's a... Is uh, he even in it? It looks like there's... It's a, it's I've, a seen, I've seen little mini trailers so <clears throat> yeah. far at featuring Gandolfini's son. Yeah. Yeah, he plays. I'm sure he's the big he plays push. young Tony Soprano, and I think the story revolves around him. Okay. But I'm not sure that he's the main character. Gotcha. Or if it's you know it's 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 what's the word I'm looking for? I keep saying it's a group piece. I am unsure as well. Uh, it's a group piece though. I, again, well, okay, Punishane's okay, in it. Here we go. Punishane. I'm gonna admit something. I've never seen. I've I've watched half of one episode of The Soprano. Was it the first episode? The very first episode. Okay. We've had this conversation before, guys. <laughs> We've had it before. You know my policy: four episodes. Okay, you gotta watch four. <laughs> All right, and of any takes... show before you can cast it off. All I right. watch four episodes of Lost. You can watch four episodes of anything. <laughs> <laughs> right. And first episode of Sopranos sucks. Ah, oh, Ray Liotta. To me, okay. yeah, he's gonna be a... Sopranos is the absolute perfect example of how much worse a first episode can be than all the following episodes. Okay. First, I watched first episode. The buddy made me watch. Said, "You like it?" I went. No, let's go smoke. <laughs> this is just and, analyze this with like uh Yeah, yeah exactly. And he goes, he goes, No, 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 let's watch one more. And then Brandon was there, friend of the show, Brandon. He said, like, Yeah, let's watch one more. All right, let's watch one more. Watch one more. And I'm like, Well, the night is set. Keep it rolling. After the second episode, I was like, just keep going. Okay. Don't, don't we'll take five minute breaks. I'm gonna have uh, I have so many things on my list right now, though, man. That's the problem. You really do you because don't have you to watch dragged them. your feet yeah. for two decades. I know. I know. This guy That's why we have a whole segment or thing okay so uh, let me ask you guys that have seen this and enjoy the sopranos are you looking forward to this? no i am but i haven't seen are it you, i haven't seen sopranos either oh garrick has not watched sopranos either are you guys no. shocked to find it doesn't out? have buttholes in it are you guys <laughs> all right it does have boobies there's the, the yeah the series yeah. had a lot of boobies a lot of boobies in the theory okay um, that, I mean, it's, it was quintessential HBO in its heyday of like, there was a minimum <laughs> boob requirement. It was like, it was like, this was before like season three of game of Thrones when they realized maybe we don't have to have TNA in every other scene. Um, <laughs> Hey, but, we had a dong in the scene yet. There was probably no, no dong in the season. Fairly certain. There was a, like one or two dongs in the Sopranos okay. tops, right. but, um, 
the yeah the i i i am yeah the dick and i am the guy who doesn't i hate on a lot of things stuff like it but i actually think in a lot of ways i'm probably the one who watches the most normal stuff in the group even though i like weird i like weird shit i probably watch more normal stuff than all no, three well, of you combined i think it's funny that you say that you watch the most normal stuff, Wait, but what does so, that even mean? It's yeah, relative what does that mean? What you I, say, I mean, Attack on Titan feels pretty normal <laughs> to me. I watch, I watch <laughs> more stuff that the average John Q American watches. Maybe that's why, which, you, which you, is not much. Maybe <laughs> hey, you guys Corey, really don't. Hey, Corey, Corey, maybe that's why you hate your life so much. Maybe, maybe that's why I wake up I and just want to die. <laughs> Who would you say watches the least normal stuff? Yeah, it would be you. <laughs> yeah. No, the oh, thing I, is, though, Garrick also watches the most stuff. Yeah. So that's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. but mm. yeah, by volume. Yeah, I, I watched The Sopranos and I really enjoyed the vast majority. You of like it. watch I mean, like there's some season eight Game of Thrones level Sopranos. Don't get me wrong, but my wife like the the ending. Yeah, well, right. The last season's hard. But my, my, I started dating my wife, and I got her to start watching it, and she became obsessed and just continually watched it. Oh, wow. Watch all the way through. Would watch whatever random episode came on a cable network at any given time. Didn't matter if she was there in the series; just watched it. She yeah. all consuming. She's not looking forward to this movie. Oh, she doesn't like it all. I'm like, I'm like, it's just a movie though. It's not like you have to commit to a whole series. It's right. just a film. And she's like, yeah, no, I don't like it. And I'm like. Shoot, I that doesn't surprise me. I, I mean, my, one of my favorite movies in the world is a Bronx Tale. So if you're gonna give me like 1970s Sopranos, hook me right the hell up. Yeah, that's the only reason I'd be in because I I love mobster movie movies, but only if they're set in the 60s. Yeah, yeah, this looks like it's like uh, early 70s, maybe. 67. It takes place during the 67 baby New York riots. Woo! Yeah. Oh, that's right. The long hot summer of 67. To be honest with you, I could do without Ray Liotta. I feel like now he's just a cliche when it comes yeah, to mafia movies. I was say, yeah. But uh, but punish Shane. I mentioned I like him a lot. The I don't know the actor's name, but he was Shane in but The Walking Dead and as The he Punisher. Can remember, he always oh, wanted yeah, to be right. a gangster. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Oh. Ray Liotta can suck it. Now he's a gangster and everything. God, you're trying to kill him, dude. I know, but well, it's mostly ice. It was only half full when he brought it down. Then I said, "Where's the ice?" And he went back upstairs and got <laughs> the ice. That's a devoted. You, right. That's how hard he wants me to get wasted. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the boys, that's all I had for news. Oh my gosh! That hey. means Todd Barker. Well, boys. Record scratch. I don't know if y'all know Is this. Is it loud? But we're gonna be changing things up tonight. What? Oh yeah. I won't stand for. It ain't just going to be one bite tonight. What? It's going to be several bites. That's right. Brother pitted against brother. Cutthroat battle to the death. What? Mike dies first. Uh Uh-huh. We all know this. Mike dies first. We playing Porkins bite of the Raiders of the Lost Ark trivia. I lose. Oh, all right. And the winner of special Porkins bite of the Raiders of the Lost Ark Trivia, which will receive. Oh boy! Wow, there's prizes. This replica. <gasps> I want it of the fertility idol. Yes, from the beginning <laughs> Actually, of Raiders pretty, of the Lost. Pretty Art. badass. That Did you, you make that out yourself? Out. Freshly printed. Yeah, on a 3D printer. Yes. Can we do this every oh, podcast yeah. night? I want to see this up close. 
Don't touch Oh, now the, here comes now, the... Now, Gareth screwed. on a delay, so he just lost. <laughs> However, Gareth's also a real big nerd, so here's hoping he chimes in. All oh, right? No. Now. Oh, no. First one to ant first one to chime in. I think in, Mike's gonna win. And you're gonna chime in by saying the word uh chime in. Uh why'd it have to be snakes? Why'd it have to be snakes? <laughs> That's why'd it have key. to be snakes? You, say, you have to finish the thing. Whoever finished the sentence first. Ass, very dangerous. Okay, here's the first question. Are you are you ready? No. Wait, what do we say again? Why does it, it have to be, to be snakes? snakes? Why did it have to be boils? What's the name of Jock's pet snake? What is the Reggie. name? Reggie. Why does it have to be snakes? It's, snake. it's my Howie. pet snake, Reggie. Howie Dang gets it. question number one. That's bullshit. <laughs> I already <laughs> forgot the question I was supposed to ask to chime in. Just, just keep doing this mic so I can win. Damn you. I respect the game. I don't know if y'all know this, <laughs> but Jock Lindsay, Indy's pilot, was played by Fred Thorenson, which is his only acting credit. He <laughs> remained a commercial airline pilot, but he did connect with Steven Spielberg again. When he flew out to Kauai to rescue Spielberg and the Jurassic Park crew after a hurricane had stranded them on the island. Oh, just like in the movie. Next question. <laughs> Mike, review, review your buzzer and how it works. Why did it Buzz. have to be snakes? Okay. How he won. Y'all two. Nothing. Bullshit. But go ahead. Even. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot. I don't know if y'all know this, but. Jock even has a bar named after him, a restaurant bar at Disney Springs. Y'all know this? Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar there at the Disney Springs. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. been near there. And didn't even realize it was Indiana Jones related. So you're going to do great on this. <laughs> <laughs> what country is Marion Ravenwood's Tavern located? Uh, why'd it have to be snakes? Why'd it have to be snakes? Mike? Mongolia. Damn it. Incorrect. Oh, why'd it have to be snakes? Oh, Garrick. Nepal. Knife. Quiet Nepal. That is right. Yeah. That's bullshit. It's Howie won. Garrick won. Mike sucks. Question yeah, number they three. Yeah. Jeopardy rules. What is the name of the underground pit in which Indian Sala find the Ark? Uh, what happy sakes? That would be Garrick. <sighs> the Well of the Souls. That is correct. Garrick two. Howie won. Mike's not even you playing the, the buzzer game. It needs three. to be simpler than that. <laughs> Everybody's buzzer operates the Respect same the game, way. Mike. <laughs> Question number four. <laughs> Why are the Nazis digging in the wrong place? Why did you mistakes? You're even skipping words, Michael. I feel like you're just trying to cheat your way into this. <laughs> and remember that Garrick's on a delay. Because, <laughs> because they up. only got one side of the medallion, so they didn't know to take one unit back for God, Jehovah. Screw you. Garrett. That is correct. They only had one side of the staff head because they done made it from the dude's melty hand. Mm-hmm. Mm mm-hmm. Garrick three. Howie one. Mike hadn't showed up. <laughs> Y'all suck it. Get good. Question number five. What city does the intercepted Nazi communicate presume the ark to lie in? Would it have to be snakes? Howie. Oh. Mike sucks. That no, is correct. God, that's correct. <laughs> Unfortunately, it gets you no points. <laughs> Does anyone else want this? What city was the Nazi communicate intercepted Nazi communicate presumed the Ark to be in? Why did it have to be snakes? Garrick. Cairo? Oh, that's the question. That is incorrect. He asked that as a question. No. 
What is Cairo? My, this is your one opportunity to actually I'm say trying, the buzzer phrase correctly. Even if you get the question wrong, it would really give everybody a sense of accomplishment if you could actually say the buzzer phrase correctly. I don't know if y'all know this, but Mike is stumped. I'm not stumped. It's on the tip of my tongue. I can't. I don't know. The answer is Tannis. Damn it. Next question. Garrick no, 3. It's Cairo. I swear it's Cairo. Garrick 3, Howie 1. That was the lost city of Tannis. How many children does Thala have? How many children does Thala have? <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? Mike? Two. Incorrect. <laughs> hey. Why did that? I'm proud of you. I Mike. am too. You stepped up just now. <laughs> Why did it have to be snakes? Garrick. Eight. Incorrect. Damn Why it. did it have to be snakes? <laughs> Howie. Nine. That is correct. No! <laughs> the best part, I don't know if y'all know this, but the best part of what just transpired <laughs> is that not only did Mike get it wrong and Garrett get really close, Mike tried to convince Howie with hand signals that the answer was one. <laughs> And Howie, Howie looked at Mike and said, what's the opposite of what Mike's saying? <laughs> One more. <laughs> and it's correct. Nine is the answer. Yes. Garrick three, Howie two. It's a close race for anybody with Mike with two more questions. <laughs> what Egyptian god is featured on the statues within the Well of the Soul? Why do you have to be snakes? Why do you have to be snakes? Howie? Uh, raw. That is incorrect. Why did it have to be snakes? Garrick. Anubis. That is correct. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Also, your gaming name back when we yeah, used to play Half-Life. <laughs> but uh, clearly, one might think it would be raw given twas the staff of Ra, but it was Anubis holding up the feeling down there in the Well of the Souls. Garrick 4, Howie 2, one more question. It's anyone's game. Except for Garrick. <laughs> except for Mike and Towie. <laughs> what does Porkin say when they have that? What? Who does Porkin say that they have working on the Ark? Why did it have to be six? Garrick. Aw, damn you, men. men. Top men is correct. Garrick with a sweeping win. But since he's not here, I'll take it in that his place. That would not be a sweeping win. A what, sweeping what? win it over be, Mike. It would be a commanding <laughs> win. <laughs> Garrick has run blowout. The, uh, the, the replica of the you utility god. Screw you, screw you, from... screw you. You're cool. Screw you. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I'm cool. Why are you I'm always cool telling one, me right? to F a goat, man? <laughs> I can't see you. I assume it's me. Man, I had that's time a, to take a, a dump cool during mill, that segment. Uh, fertility idol. That oh, wow. Look get. at that. Yeah. That's a that's you, a pretty gold filament. You know what you need. What's that? Is just to make just make though. us all one of those, and then Garrick doesn't feel special. Garrick's done with the fertility. No, I, I think so. I he's think gonna if, give it to me. Yay! If, if Porkins kid's gonna do continue to do trivia money? occasionally, I want <laughs> At your age. I want you guys. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> he's got a point there. I want. I mean, you're Porkins, so slow, you can't I'm even say dad. the phrase. <laughs> I'm a good dad. <laughs> you can't even say the phrase in time. <laughs> It's like a whole 10 seconds after Garrick said. You didn't even say said. the phrase at all. He just blurted out the <laughs> I blame this on Howie who fed me all that 
whatever the you literally for tried to force him to get the question wrong and 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 in in a stroke of genius i told him he it was said, one more than what garrett said is that what you said i thought that you is just, not what he said <laughs> you were holding up one finger going one 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 more i don't believe one that's more. true i don't believe that's true no no i think these prizes are going to be exclusives i think those of you who lose need to feel the pangs of loss that's, Speaking that's of losing, right. it's time to talk about Raider the Lost Ark, y'all. Oh. Well, it might find its way out of this house before Garrett gets here. Well, if they're all going to be trivias, I'm going to lose all the time. You held your own there. Well, one, because Mike <laughs> gave me the answer. The other one is because I saw you wince i did that on purpose <laughs> when did. garrett got it wrong and i, I mean, knew it was either seven or nine and i went with nine because nine sounded like a I better was, number for I children was, i i was making sure that porkins kid tried to telegraph that to one of you yes <laughs> it wasn't mike yeah. but ruining the illusion <laughs> i mean the real thing that that's right the real happening happenstance what's the name of the movie Okay, so initially it was called Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh-huh. It is now called Indiana is it Jones. It is officially now Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I didn't know that. I didn't is. know that they changed it. Go to IMDb. If you're, it is now if officially. You're George Lucas, they're all named Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's Raiders of the Lost Ark, no. Raiders of the Lost Stones, and, and Raiders the of the Lost of the, men of the Lost. Uh, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost uh, Chalice. Lost Grail. <laughs> We're just talking Raiders. Raiders of the Lost. This is not an Indiana Jones podcast. This is a Raiders podcast. 40th 40 anniversary. Years. Right? 40 years. Not 39. And not 41. And 42 <laughs> is right out. <laughs> 1981. I specifically. Okay, so. The year me- you turn 50. I. <laughs> memories of star wars are sparse because i was pretty young when, yeah i mean you my... were already well into your alzheimer's years. <laughs> yeah. no seriously though i didn't actually see star wars a new hope in 1977 i saw it in like the 79 re-release okay so i was a, i was like six so i have god damn you really are i'm like god damn mike's older <laughs> he said 60 so yeah. i barely have memories of this now this I have very vivid memories of. Oh yeah. Of, so this is a couple years later. I'm eight, nine years old mm-hmm. at this time, and I remember my dad taking me and my brother and my brother and I, and uh, my uncle Ken, and he took his son Brian and they my Ken and uncle, <laughs> my Ken and uncle, <laughs> and I very and specifically I, I, we saw this at um we saw this at the old uh what what is that. Over at uh, Quimby North Village, Crest? no Northcrest. Oh, holiday, the holiday, the old holiday. Yeah, it's where I saw Twister in the front row. You mean the oh, one yeah? that? You mean the right. one that was haunted? Yep. Yes, the haunted one, Spell of Thirteen. I don't actually oh, know yeah. the story Ooh. of the haunting. I've heard that holiday was haunted, but it never. That's all I know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I have it's very not vivid, true, vivid sure. memories of this one. This is the first movie I kind of remember, like front to back. Oh, really? Yeah. I, uh, I, the first one I saw in theaters was uh, Last Crusade. And oddly enough, I too have vivid memories of it because it's, it's not the first movie we saw after we moved to Chicago, but it was one of the, and we drove a long way for some reason. I don't even remember the theater. I remember what it looked like and I have no idea where that was. 
but uh but yeah raiders was straight up like it was one of the early thing early okay my house in in ohio had the when we bought it the previous owners had had cable and no one ever came to disconnect it my parents being the good <laughs> church going christians that they were were like we're not just going to sit here and get cable that we didn't pay for so my dad put a switch on it so we could turn the cable off, except when we really, really wanted it. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> so yeah, nice. Empire Strikes Back was the first commercial video cassette we owned. I think Raiders was the first like tape we recorded. Ah, yeah. oh nice. That was the big deal back then, having yeah. the blank tapes around the house. Oh, oh Raiders is on. Oh man, there's okay. a, who's gonna sit there and edit out the commercial? There's a sale on the BASFs <laughs> at the grocery store. <laughs> Man, these wow. do EP and SP. Last Crusade was like the first one I saw, actually. Really? Raiders till after. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We, because I had terrible friends. They never told me about this. Until <laughs> no, sure. Crusade you came Christian out. Like, hey, kids. you want to watch this movie? And I'm like, I guess. I remember watching the, uh, I think the first, um, man, which was the first one I watched. I remember watching one when I was, uh, really young. And getting freaked out. It had to have been the... Uh, if you were freaked out, it had to be Temple of Doom. Yeah, Temple of Doom. Karima Shatize. But I was also like, in love with it at the same time. I right? sa- I've said this before on the podcast, probably more than once. I know I mentioned on episode 200 when Josh was talking about a VCFNR. <laughs> but uh, we used to rent la- uh, Temple of Doom almost every week when I was a kid. <laughs> and you guys are rolling in it. It was two movies. It was spotted at that point. We really should have. It was Sports Goofy and Temple of Doom almost every week. I swear. Oh, Sports Goofy. Yeah, dude. But um, so I watched Temple of Doom a lot, but I saw Raiders first. And the scene at the end with the face melting scared the unloving bejesus out of me. Oh, yeah. Man, I don't know. It's funny that you bring this up because that was the most controversial part of that film. Mm Mm-hmm. And at that time, everybody nowadays is used to this PG-13 rating. Right. There was no such thing as a PG-13 rating at that time. It was kid-friendly or nuh-uh. On the initial cut, Mm -hmm. it was actually going to be rated R. Mm -hmm. And they were able to back that down by the scene that you're talking about, because that was the rated R part. Yep. With the head exploding. Yep. uh, Belloc's head exploding. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Or was it his or the Nazi guy? I can't remember whose head exploded. Uh, the Nazi guy, the Nazi guy. Okay, the so guy. they got by that by putting some by it superimposing flames in front. Of right. That yes. Right. So and that time tamed it down enough for them to say, okay, PG. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious because I'm like, yeah, it's still head exploding. Yeah, you still absolutely <laughs> and faces melting I think, and <laughs> I think Temple and Doom was one of the first Temple and Doom PG thirteen. Oh. No, actually, Temple, Temple of Doom is not PG. It, PG, and it was because of Temple of Doom that oh, they became up created with the, the PG created 13 rating. Because afterwards, there was like they done pulled a heart out someone's chest. <laughs> There's got to be a middle ground. Right. Right. I mean, granted, it looked like he was reaching into a pie or something, <laughs> but it look very real. Oh yeah, Red Dawn was the first PG thirteen. Oh, oh, I didn't nice. know that, but that makes sense. Actually, yeah. nice. Dang, upstage and Porkins kid. I'm glad right. he brought his A game today. Yeah. So, but Raiders at the time, though, was really a groundbreaking movie. I mean, we take it for granted now. Yeah. Because 
basically every action movie all the way up to what you're watching today. Yes. Can has its roots in that movie in 1981. Action movies up until that point were like car chases. Bullet, yes. They were bullet. Yep. Bullet was right. what action movies were to that point. George Lucas, you know, in his never Smoky ending crusade. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's a comedy. That's a comedy. That's not an action movie at all. A little action. In it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> anyway, uh, but, but he George had some Lucas dirty Harry's and stuff like that. that never were actiony, death race. It wasn't at this level. This was George level. Lucas said, Akira. I want to bring the old pulp comic like comic strip stories back to life. And Star Wars was part of that, yes, too. Right. But mm -hmm. I feel like Indiana Jones was the most. Like boiled down syrupy good center of that quest, you know, that George yeah. Lucas had right. to go. What if these things were as big and epic as these little comic strips aspired to be back in the 30s. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it was like, it, what it, if we actually made it that big? And it, it was cool because he used a lot of noir filmmaking techniques yes. in the movie, even though it was nowhere near noir. Not even like, a little bit. Like the shadows with the light across the yeah. eyes. Yes. Like yep. There's a lot of that. A lot yep. of shade and, and light. Well, and uh, certain things where silhouette was used a lot. Like yeah. when the guy gets... uh uh the 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 dude with the monkey gets killed the yeah. way you see that right mm -hmm. and stuff when he is walks presented. into marion's bar and you just oh see yeah his, his silhouette like i love that shot yes yeah. straight out of noir detective yeah uh, yeah where it's it's blurry and silhouetted and no one is as create i mean those were so creative too i mm -hmm. loved though well and we've said this a million times with george lucas and star wars i mean that's why those original films are so great is because they were limited in their technology especially at first film right and they had to use creative camera angles and things like that to tell yep. the story. And, and so in this one with Spielberg directing and George Lucas producing, you know, you get this, this perfect amalgamation of George Lucas's cockamamie brain mm -hmm. and Sp Steven Spielberg's genius execution mm -hmm. and reeling it a little bit. Probably. Sure. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Um, and, 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 and Steven Spielberg, literally his ability to do what I would even say, JJ, is good at doing but really bad at finding the right projects for going back and picking parts of film history to pull into how do I execute on this? Yeah. Right. You know, how do I execute on that? That's fair. And uh and 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 also I Steven Spielberg, I'm sorry, he's the master of just freaking angles. Yes. Just Agreed. the right angle to look at something to mm -hmm. give you the right feeling for it. Yep. I mean, especially look at the Nazi fist fight underneath that that dual prop plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. My God. I mean, you just come out of like skeletons and rotting corpses and <laughs> stuff like that. And now it's time for fist fight with a ball guy in a mustache with his right. pants hiked up real high. Okay. And we got a propeller death to boot. Yep. <laughs> with blood spray, with like tomato, tomato soup, blood spray and everything. That's that's uh, my biggest memory early on of. Indiana Jones is remembering that scene and like, oh, here yeah. we go. This is this yeah, one. That was, I w that was the scene that I was excited to be scared about. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, yeah, I love this scene. Uh, but it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's the perfect amount, though. I mean, everybody's so in your face now mm -hmm. and they want to show the guy being chopped up by the propeller. Yeah. But it was more scary to us at the time to see the response on the actor's face. The guy turning around and then it, it moves away to Indy just 
ducking his head and then you see the wing and then the, the spray yeah you the spray I mean? on the prop right. and you see harrison ford's face yeah. and i'm sorry a good actor yep. can be a hell of a lot more convincing than right. a special effect nine times yeah. out of ten yeah true absolutely mm-hmm. oh so <laughs> good raiders of the lost ark is goddamn high art i mean let's yeah, indy's whip it indy's whip this. is in the damn smithsonian for a reason yeah right uh-huh you know yep. this is americana and it's like just from the last half century. Right. But it is absolute pure Americana. I mean, you can argue about Archie Bunker's chair. You can't argue about the Fonzie jacket. I won't hear it. <laughs> I won't hear it. But you can't argue about Indy's whip either because. Whip and hat. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah you're right. The whip, the hat, um, just the look in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, the jacket, you know, the, the, the pants. Yeah. I mean, you know, the loose kind of, you know, khaki kind of. Harrison Ford. Harrison he should be in the Smithsonian. It's not only that; it's the fact that not only is he an action hero, but he's a nerd. Yes, right. He's a nerdy like the, the professor. He's the professor that's so damn boring that the only people who take his class are the girls that have the hots for him. <laughs> you know, right. it, it like just the backstory too is so fleshed out. I mean, you get snippets that if you listen to the dialogue of Raiders of the Lost Ark and subsequent films. Mm-hmm. You really listen. And I mean, I'm talking this is going to be your 10th watch of each film, not your third, not your fifth, your 10th. You're going to start realizing that there is so much backstory that's been completely fleshed out when the script was written. Like the fact, okay, uh, where did Indiana Jones study under Abner Ravenwood, Marion's father? Where? Where? When I tell you, you're going to think it's obvious. Okay. The University of Chicago. Okay. Yeah. Where oh, where right. the Manhattan yeah. Project started, oh, yeah, which is right. see, exactly. Right. You're like, oh, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> right. No, Garrick's making fun, but because later on the whole familiarity with the like with the nuclear testing and all that right. stuff like that. Right. So yeah. Also, there was a good paleontology program back then. I mean, come on, you got sue the T Rex in the field museum. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. The little pieces, like when I was a kid watching this movie over and over and over again, because my dad loves the three Indiana Jones movies that Mm -hmm. exist and the young Indiana Jones series, which is also great. Um, I didn't understand Marion's relationship to Indy at all. They're talking about Abner. They're talking about these people that are nowhere in the film. Right. And I'm like, and as a kid, I'm like, I got no damn clue. It's in and out out your ears. As an adult, I'm like, I got about a 60% traction rate on this because it's, (laughs) there's, they're having dialogue of people who have known each other for decades. Yes. I'm not that. I'm just a viewer watching the story. And I actually take solace in the fact that there's more than meets the ear. Yeah. I really, really do. And I love that. that That's great. Like they, introducing characters like that like uh yep. marcus brody you just oh, bring him God. in like you have no yeah. idea who this yeah is. what is right. he a dean but but, but there again <laughs> but these they guys... start talking yes and then you realize you know he works at a museum he's known indy for a long time right and, and they don't explicitly say that it's the, the dialogue right yeah and also you realize okay okay marcus seems to understand that indy goes off and you know does some crazy crap he's not just professor jones or dr jones He's off doing some crazy crap, and this dude in a suit that works at the school seems like he's aware of it, and maybe they're in they're in the know with each other, and they're keeping it on the DL so that other people don't question their methods and stuff. Right, and right. okay, tell me more. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it pays off two movies later. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone here speak English? Gets lost in his own museum. 
He'll he blend in. You'll <laughs> <laughs> never find him. With any luck, he's got the grail already. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Only Raiders tonight. Only Raiders tonight. <laughs> uh, no, you're right, man. I mean, that uh, this is back before. Where you relied on the dialogue to tell the story as opposed to having to show everything. Yeah. I mean, we just live in this culture now where it's like, show me, show me, show me, show me. You know, I have to see it. It's like, do you? Do you that's know? like the that's the pulp uh, novel aspect. Like mm-hmm. when you're reading a pulp novel, you just you're just introduced to people in the yeah. middle of dialogue. Right? It's yeah. Nothing's explicitly explained to you. Exactly. Like they captured that perfectly. Yeah, the the it's it's like in a noir film, like you know, back you used to get a lot in a, a lot of noir films, you'd get the in a t- internal monologue of the of the gumshoe, you know, the dame walked mm-hmm. in with legs up to her ears, you know, and you get all that because there was more exposition because the dialogue wasn't going to give you that. The dialogue was going to be playful, it was going to bandy about around the issue and then dive right into it, and so. In this type of a film, you're not going to do that. That wouldn't, you know, that kind of dial head dialogue wouldn't work. So, but they still have this dialogue that is just very much about the history of the characters. And if it's if the characters don't have history with one another, right, they're doubtful of each other. Right. The perfect example is when Porkins is talking to when Porkins and his buddies show up at the school to talk to Marcus <laughs> and Indy. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the room trusts each other. Right. They're all on the same side. We hate Nazis, right. but nobody trusts each other because right. you're the government. Mm-hmm. I don't know you. Right. We're you, you know you guys are the nerds. We don't know you, mm-hmm. but we are going to have to deal with each other. Oh, such a great dynamic. Yeah. No. Agreed. By the way, if we do have any new listeners, the dude, what's the the chubby dude <laughs> in the beginning of Raiders Porkins. was Porkins in Star Wars. At the very beginning, there's two guys Oops. that come in from the government. Yeah, the William Hootkins Hoot. top men guy, good old Hoot, exactly. So I, it's it's a perfect story, and this is uh, so. I mean, the way this is explained, right? Is this is a George Lucas brainchild of this, you know, nerdy archaeologist that is not just nerdy, but he's the super action guy. Goes out and gets the yeah. Artifacts. When nobody's looking, he's super cool. <laughs> and <laughs> famously, he tells uh, he tells Steven Spielberg, "Oh yeah, man, this is a trilogy. I've got three films in my head." You know, which we find out, we find out much later. It's like, yeah, you had nothing in your head. Yeah, George Lucas is the biggest smoke show. He is such a lying jackass. Oh, he is a smoke God show. bless him. God bless him for sure. Um, so so he has this great idea. You know, and then we talk about the execution of um, you know, of Steven Spielberg. But again, at the time, I can't stress enough how groundbreaking this was in terms of a lot of things here. Um, the action, the stunt work on that film was it really was like nothing we had ever seen at that point. I mean, yeah. the stunt work was amazeball. Fast. I mean, over the top. A lot of it, but also clunky. It yes. took, it took it like the real. term. Yeah. It took the term, um, antihero that, that, that antihero who like, he's the hero of the story, but he keeps effing up and he barely knows what he's doing <laughs> and works that right into the fist fights and action scenes. Like Indy is barely holding it together. 100% I mean, of the time the without, perfect- without like farcical, dumb stupidness. He's being a badass, <laughs> but just barely a badass. Like just bar- skin of his teeth. Right, badass. Right. Yeah. Skin of his teeth. He can barely yeah believe that he's gotten the next. And I think the scene that really displays that perfectly is the scene. And I know there's a story behind this, but he's, uh, 
Um, oh, you're the they're being chased through the ca- the crowd, and yep. yeah, the, the swordsman comes out, yeah. and starts spinning the sword. Spinning, yeah, he's tossing the scimitar, putting on a big and, show. I mean, you know, so this is set up. Okay, we're gonna have this big fight scene, which was in the script, <laughs> which was in the script. Big sword fight scene. Right. Again, there's a story behind this, but and he just pulls out the pistol and shoots the guy, and yeah. it turns around and starts. It turns away. around like, oh god, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> and that's because Harrison Ford famously had the turbo <laughs> ships that day <laughs> yeah, right. and could not perform the fight scene so they came up with the idea to just shoot the guy and it became one of the most hilariously famous iconic scenes of in cinema history and perfect man i mean it just yeah perfect but i was actually going to point out the chase scene on the trucks yes anytime indy's in a scene involving vehicles strap in He's going to get beat up. He's going to get punched in the face. He's going to almost fall to death. He's almost going to get his skin ripped off being dragged by a vehicle in the dirt. But he's somehow just going to just barely luck it out. (laughs) And it's always just like, you're never nervous about it, but it's always like, oh. Oh, you're nervous a little when he's under the truck. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, my gosh, road rash. Oh, my Lord. You know, kind of thing. But again, um, and it's not just, I think the reason that the, the stunt work works as well as it does is because we go back to Steven Spielberg and his camera angles and, and, and absolutely. And the effects that they use, I mean, where they speed up the film a little bit and it just yeah. adds more intensity to it. And, yep. and faster, more like, intense, right? Yeah. Faster, more intense. Yeah. But it's not just the, the stunt work, the audio work on that film. Mm. I mean, it's, every it's a punch, story in and of itself. The punches. Every punch is like the sound of a ham hock slapping so a puddle of water. Prior, con- con- prior to this movie, I mean, a punch is just a guy in the background. Yeah. And yeah, they sound weak. Yeah. And even the, 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 like, you know, pistol shots and stuff in other movies. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're, you're classic or you hear ricochet. Pew, yeah. You know, kind of the, that stupid crap. Yeah. I mean, they took a lot of, and I th- believe this is Ben Burt that worked on this, by the way. Lucas Whoa, Film. what a name drop. <laughs> ben Burt is uh, Lucasfilm, the sound guy that created the sound of the lightsaber and oh, the laser blasts yeah. and all that good stuff. So this guy came up, you know, when they were talking about the punches, they wanted this film to be bigger than life, right? Yeah. So when you're talking about punching a guy in the face, they didn't want it to just sound like like I being punched in the face, like you, like you punching a meat piece of meat. They literally took a baseball bat, okay, and they piled up leather coats. <laughs> is that what it is? That is a guy hitting leather, a pile of leather coats with a baseball bat. I love it. I've <laughs> never known what that. It's obviously not a punch, but I've never known what it was. And and Indy's pistol, yeah, his, his pistol shots. Yeah. That is not a pistol shot. What is? Those it? are like those are like shotguns. I mean, they like like big heavy. Um, artillery type you know guns yeah you know that it's not a pistol but it it added more grandiose you know effect when you're using when you're shooting a rifle you know or something that has you know a high caliber weapon yeah you know and using that sound effect to you know show a a pistol being shot you know so i I mean it it just everything was just over the top yes everything front to back it was i mean it added a layer to this film you know we talk about the music you know john williams and and the sound effects, everything all together, I mean, just, you know, added up to something that had never really been done before. Right. Right. And, I, it, 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 you know, it, you really said it when you said every action film since then is yeah, different. It owes, it owes something to Indiana Jones. Right. It really does. Right. And and that sounds like a cliche. It sounds like an overstatement, but it's not it really at isn't. all because... It changed the way it, what what basically the industry realized is that, wait a minute, 
if we simulate real action, it's boring. It's boring because <laughs> yeah, right. it's on a screen and people aren't there. If we amp it up and yeah. we exaggerate it, right. then it becomes more intense. And, the, you know, it's this. Unfortunately, it's the same concept that gave birth to shaky cam and dumb crap like that, yeah. where the audience gets shaken out of it. But by amping it up to a certain degree, it actually feels like the, the audience actually feels the intensity of it. Right. And yeah, it's very true. Everything since then. Or is that Garrick? Are you there? Yeah, I'm back. Oh, good. Hey, Garrick. Oh, you're back. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I heard the computer make a horrible noise oh. earlier. <laughs> Don't worry. Mike and I carried yeah. it while Howie you're, recovered. You're going to have to get, get a Thanks, new PC. Scott. Is that it locked up again? Oh, really? Yeah, that thing's getting Uh-oh. pretty ancient. New PC build for you. I do believe there is a Celeron dual core in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to hold wow. out for a new graphics card in it, though. Hey, no, you can just... Celeron. I feel like I feel like we can limp along. It's probably got like a 950 in it, and we can probably limp along. With Pro- it. Probably. Yeah. No, but this, this film, seriously, though, is groundbreaking on levels that I don't think people realize and understand. We don't... We were too young to really fully understand because... As much, Mike, as you and I like old shit, Mike. how much old action movies are you into? Yeah. No, none. 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 I like some like some major dramas and comedies mm-hmm. is what I'm well, into. Well, Indiana Jones, that's old. But before that, that's the point. Before Indiana Jones? Before, before Indiana, Indiana Jones. Indiana but that's Jones. old. Okay. Okay. I mentioned Bullet earlier with that with that iconic car chase. Have you ever seen Bullet? No. How you ever seen Bullet? No. Garrick, ever seen Bullet? Um, is that the one? I've never seen Bullet with either. The horse? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never and seen no. it. Most iconic car chase of all time. Why? Because car chases were important before Indiana Jones. The the only good action movies before when did this nineteen eighty one? This was eighty one. Yes, were uh, kung fu movies. Yes, right. The only and, good one. And, 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 and Bullet. And actually, I was going to bring that, <laughs> I was gonna bring that up with the action movies with the Kung Fu stuff, because I was into the Kung Fu stuff when we were young. You know, we had, they played mm-hmm. Kung I, Fu I movies on Sundays and all that stuff. Um, but that was all polished. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was all, yeah. you know, very oh, yeah. scripted and, oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, it was not... It, it wasn't have, what you were talking about, like when Indy gets in a fight and... and it's roughhousing. And it's roughhousing, yes. yes. And guys are getting thrown around and it is not... It is not um, like, you know, a dancer, you know, no. performing a pirouette. Not you know? at all. It's desperation. <laughs> yeah, it's right. constant desperation. Right. And that's everything through all the Indiana Jones movies, or at least the three that exist. Um, it's like all the way he's making decisions in the moment. Mm-hmm. There's no plan or right. barely any plan. Right. And, and, and actually, and I, I know this is about Raiders, but it's beautifully explained if you will in a meta way in uh last crusade because indy's father's there and indy's father in he's not the kind of guy to go by the seat of his pants no uh-huh. and so he expects when indy's racing around and doing all stuff he expects there to be a plan the best example is when they run down out of that ramp out of that turret in the in the in the austrian castle and Indy jumps on the boat and he turns on the motor and Henry throws him the bag and he goes, no, dad. And he throws the boat back, gets out. And he goes, he goes, what about the boat? We're not going on the boat because Henry needs a plan. He needs structure. But that's not Indy's modus operandi, which is absolutely true of the first two films. Right. It's I'm doing a thing. Just let me get through it because I don't know exactly what it is just yet. Right. You know, and right. that intensity never. I, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry if someone, if you've got a great example contrary to this, honest to God, this is not, I'm not just blowharding. I want you to go to betterkind.com and join us on the Discord. Click on the Discord link, join us on Fly Casual Discord, and tell me what movies prior to Raiders of the Lost Ark you felt really showed that kind of just desperate intensity mm-hmm. type of action prior to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Well, that- I don't know that it exists. Yeah, I don't either. And I would I would love to hear other examples. Uh, yeah, There's me too, because be you know I'm going to go watch it immediately. Right. There's got to be something out there that, you know, kind of holds its own weight. But Right. And there were other action movies. Again, there was cop. I mean, the 70s were full of cop films. I finally, you know, finished, I finally finished McClintock, which has some hilarious action. It's a comedy. <laughs> sure. But it's got some hilarious, goofy action in it mm-hmm. as well. Right. But in terms of just like... A dude trying not to be murdered by Nazis, but also it's kind of funny because it's just so he's just barely not dying. Right. Right. No, no, nothing but, takes it from right. I mean, but I mean, when people think back to the 80s, too, I mean, we think of the big action movies, the missing in action, Chuck Norris and Commando and all the Arnold Schwarzenegger and all that. Yeah. All those films. Raiders. It goes right back to Raiders because right they're all all of them take that cue of over the top you know when you hit a guy they didn't realize how much people wanted that until yeah. raiders broke just yeah. broke seriously yeah they had no idea how much people craved to have that much escapism because the 70s was was two things it was dour yes and exploitation yes right you know everything from just regular like any old exploitation of black exploitation mm-hmm. films it was just like let's just exaggerate Day to day, you know, like, you know, oh, I'm a badass kind mm-hmm. of a stuff or just dour as hell, like right. taxi, yeah, and Uber, taxi yeah, driver, Uber violent type stuff, Uber yeah, violent kind right. of stuff. And for, for to have this abject escapism right. and adventurism. Yes. They like Hollywood went, wait, what? I mean, Star Wars kind of clued Skirted them in. Line, yeah, right. But I don't know. I think Hollywood, I'm not, I wasn't there. But I, I believe them to be stupid enough to go, oh, people want laser beams. Let's make a Star Trek movie that yeah. sucks. Because <laughs> the first Star Trek sucks bad. Because they didn't really know what people wanted. But Indiana Jones, I think, illustrated to them, oh, wait. There he made go. another one that's not at all like the first one. Like, you know, from Star Wars to Raiders. Right. And they went, people want this grandiose exp- ex- escapism. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Everything goes back to Raiders since then. Yeah. So what you're saying is everything goes back to George Lucas. Yes, absolutely true. George Lucas. The vision. He's such a great vision vision guy. As a visionary, he's untouchable. As a script writer, Jesus, he's bottom 5%. He did not make the untouchables. (laughs) He is, as as a director, bottom 5%. But as a visionary, top tier. Absolute top tier. And he was right. Up until Indiana Jones and the Saucer Man from Mars. So, working. Um, so, some of the other aspects of this film, screenwriting. Um, oh, Lawrence yeah. Kasdan. Yep. <laughs> this is the this guy is that brought Larry. you Empire Strikes Back. The guy what brought you... Uh, uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Force Awakens. And Force Awakens. <laughs> um, so, I mean... Obviously, he was at the top of his game at that time because Empire Kasdan had just was. Come out. I mean, he was everywhere. I mean, what didn't he also do? Like Wyatt Earp. I mean, he, that guy's got a storied history. It's hard to pin him down. Oh man, Big Chill, Silverado, Wyatt Earp, yeah, Indiana Jones. I mean, the guy. That I mean, a storied career, right? 
Kathleen Kennedy, I believe, was a producer on Raiders. Yes. Correct. Because I liked it, so clearly she was a producer on it. Because <laughs> that's the way it was she for 30 produced, years, man. I mean, she might have been like a junior producer or whatever. But I think yes. uh, she was with Steven almost from the very beginning. But even, I mean, even at this point, Steven Spielberg was at the top of his game, but he was still the newcomer. She's not credited on Raiders of the Lost Ark All right. as a producer. Okay, so maybe she came along later. Uh, her husband is Frank Marshall. Aha! But... Yeah. So, but we, we all know she worked for Steven Spielberg back at that time. So, yeah, I mean, her fingerprints are all over those films, mm-hmm. so. um, but the, the cast as well. I mean, Harrison Ford, I mean, this guy's Han Solo and the dude from American Graffiti. Right. At that time. Yeah. But yep. I mean, you know, coming off, you know, one of the biggest films in history and, uh, um, he may have done Blade Runner by that time too. I know it wasn't as big of a box office. I feel office like hit, Blade but- Runner was out when Raiders came out. Close. It was Blade close. Runner might have been eighty three. I believe so. Yeah, I believe Blade Runner came out just after. So, but Harrison Ford was on the upswing, to yeah. say the least. Well, yeah. I mean, there was people weren't fully convinced yet. Yeah, this movie convinced, convinced them. them. <laughs> yep. The I Harrison mean, this... Ford that you know today in his eighties breaking his ankle while. <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot that for the news item. Oh no. Near, 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 near. Broken down Ford. Yeah. Harrison Ford broke himself again on the set of Indy Five. You're welcome. Right. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but Karen Allen, um, I know we, we kind of make fun of her a little bit with, because of the, the, you know, Indy four Indy. Yeah. <laughs> that movie never happened, <laughs> but, but she was great in all these other things. Perfect. Yes. I mean, she was big at the time. I mean, she was in a lot of other types of movies at that time. Yeah. So yeah, she was uh, definitely had some she star was power more that. spunky in this movie than Very. she'd been in anything else. That, and just nailed those that. two, those two, their chemistry in this film. Oh, yeah. Was off the chart. I totally understand trying to bring that back for Indy 5. Yes. Or Indy 4. Right. But someone should have said, wait a minute, is Karen Allen still Karen Allen? Right. <laughs> and if not, do we have the right director on hand to make her Karen <laughs> to, Allen? To make that happen. <laughs> and we did not. <laughs> not really. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. She was I kinda... hot. She was hot as the mom in Sandlot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She's a good looking wolf. Yeah, she is. But uh, no, the, her fiery, spunky, just, oh, man, she was the perfect, you know, perfect compliment, in mm-hmm. my opinion, to Harrison Ford in this movie. I mean, yes. I just, I don't think you could have gotten better. No. And, and actually, in the other two movies, I don't think the other two, I mean, I, as much as I like uh, Last Crusade and, and Temple of Doom. As much as you two, like Steven Spielberg's wife. Yeah, right. And the. Kate, Kate, Kate Capshaw and yeah. whatever her name was. And uh, yeah, right. Yeah. I, and I do like those actresses, and I like those movies. I yeah, they don't they don't hold a candle to Karen Allen in this film. In this film, not absolutely not. As as a <laughs> as a foil, I mean, honest to God, the the Chicken Temple of Doom, Steven Spielberg's uh, wife. I don't know if they're still together. They are. Um, she was like the goofy foil. In, that movie made Indiana Jones a little more serious, right? And made his opposing force of her more goofy and right. and silly. Right. And it was fine, but right. it wasn't as polished. No, no, definitely not. But it, but they needed to go in that direction in that film. And I know this isn't a Temple of Doom cast, but um but yeah, that keep saying that particular film, he almost had to go that direction, right? He couldn't he couldn't have another leading lady that was as close to him. Right. They, I mean they went the exact opposite. These people knew each other not at all. Also Temple of Doom is a prequel. Yes, I know. Correct. 
<laughs> I, I think there's still a lot of people who don't know that. They don't. Now, let's see. Uh, Raiders takes place in 36. Is that true or 39? Uh, can't say for sure. Um, Porkins kid didn't put it in the trivia, so I'm not positive. Yeah. It says, you know, right at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it does. Yes. I mean, because, yeah. yeah, the opening credit. All, all of them do, yeah, I believe. Do. Right. So, but yeah, Temple of Doom was actually, what, five years before or something? Was it, was it before. that long? Yeah, really? something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yep. No. Interesting. And, and actually, it goes to show that <laughs> good old George didn't really have. <laughs> Didn't have, yeah, a <laughs> didn't have this fully laid out. out. Yeah, right. But it was, but I, I love think it was the a smart decision not to step on what happened with Marion right away when they were working on Temple of Doom a couple of years right. later. Sure. Even though with, you know, with Last, Last Crusade, Crusade, they right. did kind of just leave it Gloss out. Gloss over her, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, but some of the other um, actors in this, Paul Freeman as Balak. Um, Belloc. 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 <laughs> Belloc. Belloc. Great uh, pr- uh, antagonist. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just the antagonist with a smile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I love, again, I love the chemistry between him and Indy because, mm-hmm. you know, Belloc I likes like, to fancy himself as, you know, you know, you and me are the same, you know. We're and- the same, but <laughs> but he's a showman and Indy's an educator. Right. right. And, but also the chemistry with him and Karen Allen. Yeah, Whereas true. he was just the smiling, he's like the Pepe Le Pew, right? you know, and she's the cat that accidentally ran under a paintbrush, right? you know, and she's mad and wants nothing to do with him, but he never loses his cool about it. Um, John Reese davies Oh, John Reese davies Before he started Sala. talking about population control. <laughs> Sala, one of my favorite all-time characters, man. Yeah. Um, you know, the, this is the guy that went Indy when he gets to Cairo. He's he's the guy, his kind of local yeah. guy that kind of he's um, well, they had the Nazis had hired Sala to help um, basically do the dig, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to find the Ark. Does anybody else wince when uh, Indy calls him the best digger in Egypt? <laughs> I wince every time. Wow. It's wow. just not a word that you skirting hear very often. There, skirting the line. Uh, famously, also Alfred Molina's first role ever mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. for those who don't remember alfred molina of oh well spider-man Doc Rain, yeah, Doc yeah you'll see him in the next spider-man that's film, right apparently. by the way uh his first film credit um at the very beginning of the film when throw me the idol <laughs> throw me the idol um you recall he's the one that uh the tarantula scene yeah <laughs> that's still one of my all-time favorite scenes and Set this film up perfectly, right? Yes. They're they're going through the cave, and, I mean, and he's we're like first five minutes. He's looking at him, and he goes, "Senor." He see there's like a, one or two like yeah. tarantulas on Indy's back, and he kind of scrapes them off. Yep. And Indy, I love this scene because yes. Indy tells him to turn around, and he turns around, and his and Alfred Molina's back is like entirely 30, covered. like thirty tarantulas <laughs> on his back, and it's great because Indy turns around and almost almost looks at the camera, doesn't. Like he's like disgusted. He's like, God, I got to deal with this guy. <laughs> and it turns back around and starts scraping him off. Yes, absolute. <laughs> right out of the gate, they made you realize, all right, we're going all in with this movie, but you're <laughs> supposed to have fun. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, man. Front to back. Mm-hmm. This movie is just a classic. It is um, it is groundbreaking. Um, the genre was as. I, again, I still believe that the, all the Marvel movies that you see today. Dude, we wouldn't have Goonies without Indiana Jones. <laughs> True. You got to have the booby trap, you know, caves and stuff. 
But seriously, we wouldn't have Guardians of the Galaxy. We wouldn't have Avengers and stuff without None of that. that coming before. None of that. I mean, all of this has paved homage. The way. Yes, it paved the way. So, Absolutely. yep. Yep. All right. Any parting words from anybody else on Raiders of Lost Ark since Mike and I have been gushing for the last 30 minutes exclusively? I fell asleep. No, you haven't. I've seen your eyes. Do we even have time. Garrick anymore? If I handed you my glass, you'd go pour we me. We might not have Garrick. I don't know. I don't think we have Garrick anymore. Garrick is you? Garrick is not. Garrick is not. We will have to reconnect for the Garrick is in the future. But in the meantime, if for whatever reason, I don't know if you're from Mars or from Venus, but if you've not seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, fix it. Fix it. You have messed up and you need to make amends. Go watch it. Please, we beg of you. And then run out and wherever you get this podcast, give it a nice little review so that we can reach more listeners just like you. And I said it before and I'll say it again. Go out to betterkind.com, find the Discord link and join us on Discord. And 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 anything, anything uh pop culture related or whatever, just bring it and we'll have fun. Share memes. But also, you know, as we posed poised posed, posed, poised, posed, posed earlier, if you can think of a film that had sort of this sort of loose action hero, skin of the teeth type of thing prior to Raiders. I challenge you to, uh, to come to discord and share with us. We're not going to tell you that you're wrong. We just really want to, we really want to look at it from a, like a, a, a breakdown point of view. So yeah, go in and join us there and give us your take on that. We'd really like to hear it in the meantime. Let's wrap this one up. I'm Corey over there's Mike. Okay. Raiders of lost Ark, 1936 temple of doom, 1935. Okay, yeah, just Correction. one year. Correction. One year. And then I believe Last Crusade, 1939. Um, um, hold that last thought, 1938. Dang it. Close. So close. So close. That, Howie. That was an eight. The The children were nine. Ah, I, I see. I said, why'd it have to be snakes? Nine. See. There you go. You got it. Yep. Oh, there's Howie, and he said that. Yes, I did. Somewhere in the ether is Garrick. In the meantime, comments, worthy <laughs> anime stuff. We are jelly. Buttholes! Butts! Butts and anime! Give me chocolate! Butthole anime, baby metal.